gutted him like a fish, but he's still able to to kick you in the face. Right. Well, Mortal Kombat, everyone everyone just responds like mutiny guys, I guess. Like it's like the mutiny where everyone's just overwhelmingly robust. <laughs> and it's just like I like I said, it's just it's just like Mortal Kombat is aware of itself, so I assume that just like this now just suspending all the disbelief and you just get your just get your jaw shattered twice in a match. Just fuck it. Yeah. So I think it, it's very interesting. They seem to be very happy about like the that the they did separations in the skull. So like when you smack somebody, like the actual like part of that skull flies out. So I'm like, yay, they went and took anatomy. I'm so proud of that. <laughs> It's not like eight rib cages on the floor like Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> that shit used to boggle my mind. That was the thing is that everyone would talk about it like it was real edgy. And I was like, this is really ridiculous cartoon style violence. Like this yes. is a very this like, ridiculous like, cartoon. But... You can't be offended by that. <laughs> Though I have, uh, I understand some people are going like, I think I have to tap out of Mortal Kombat now because the graphics are too good and it's too realistic and I don't like it. It's not funny to me anymore. It's like gross. And I'm like, yeah, I can see that. Right, that's fair. I mean, they, they, I mean, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, also, real talk, we don't. There aren't as many violent games as there used to be. Like and back, it, back in the day, there were way more just gore violent games. There aren't any. Yeah. So Mortal Kombat's like standing strong. It's just the bloodiest motherfucking game on the market, really. And it, and now it's, it's very, it's way more. I'm not gonna say hyper realistic, but it's way more realistic than it's ever been right. before. It's right. kind of like when I was watching your playthrough of Resident Evil, and I when he moved the thing's head, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Right, right. That's <laughs> completely fair. When you said you didn't like that, I was like, you're right. And I feel like they were flexing. They were like, all right, listen, I understand. I'm like, I'm impressed by the graphics, and I understand how technically challenging it was to create that, but I want to see it. I really appreciate. I think it was a flex to let you know that this game is so violent and so beautiful think about what you're about to do because you didn't even do anything shocking leon was just like hey man you're right oh shit. i was like wow and then, then you look at that you're like oh man you rendered every tendon and ligament that would connect his jaw to his skull to his teeth man you guys went in now nah, i'm gonna pass on this dog <laughs> I'm yeah pa- i'm gonna pass on this so As... that's fair violence is real and like i said we're I, it's funny. I think violent games and scary games are more immersive now because we're more danger and we have more to lose as older people. When you're young, you see violence, but you're not as connected to it right as you are when you're older. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it's because we're older black people. Maybe it's because we're older black people in 2019 or whatever. But we're I'm not desensitized to violence. I'm more scared by scary games, and I find myself going, "Oh God!" <laughs> like uh, I was, I was sitting there. Amani walked in. I believed at the exact he uh, she walked in during um oh no she walked in I think when Baraka cut someone's face off oh he was snatching people's face right he came ripped someone's face off he came into the room she's like what are you playing Resident Evil she was like oh oh god <laughs> oh god yeah. and then she walked back out and closed the door. I was like, yeah, you're right. Because even I was looking, I was like, oh, God. And she was like, oh, God. I was like, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I was like a screaming Usher fan. I was like. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I like that. My favorite thing about Baraka being back is that Baraka is no longer. Because in Mortal Kombat 2, he didn't use his claws nearly enough. For I mean, a guy with claws all over, literally nails growing out of his body. He didn't they not... utilize it as much as they could at the time, I feel. Right. But this time it's like in the opening cinema, he, uh spears that lizard eats it for no good reason <laughs> nah nigga, you gotta nah it's pre-workout 
That lizard, that lizard is relevant to his culture. That's pre-workout. That's the only way he can maintain his energy levels through the thing. He saw it there and he's like, perfect. Because I'm like, oh, it's cute. Oh, it's dead. <laughs> I mean, you pick Baraka. He does kill things. Like, remember, remember they took a courtesan. Like they, they were trying to make, they were trying to make a peaceful version of Katana and um splay they were and they then they were trying to make another katana and the only reason why melina is more violent is because of the, the the gene splicing yeah that's it that's the only reason i just says she is part of i forgot what the baraka's baraka's people are called i forgot what they're called she's part or something like that right she's half that so as a result she is a bloodthirsty <laughs> lunatic <laughs> that's it that's just that's it i'm such a repertory of like just useless information. Oh God! Listen, no, 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 no. My favorite thing, my favorite thing about Mortal Kombat 10, because I, I actually did not like Mortal Kombat for. I didn't like Mortal Kombat until nine, and I started liking watching tournaments in it. But I didn't really pay any mind to it. Mortal Kombat 10 was my first Mortal Kombat in life, and the most fun I had was reading them because I love context. Even Mortal Kombat story is absolutely the most ridiculous thing. I love context. And Mortal Kombat. It like, makes sense as if you're like immersed in it right and i don't think... I remember trying to explain it to somebody oh. and they're looking at me like why do you play this <laughs> listen no no no, man I, listen i followed up i've been follow. i've i've caught up i totally understand everything that's happening i love the story and i like the fact that the characters interact with each other a little bit like you know they have because even in something like tekken or a soul caliber the characters know each other but they never act like they know each other like they have yeah. they have like a like you'll read like a text and you'll be like this person's that person's father and then when they encounter each other they'll just go through their stand they'll do their canned animations like they don't know each other mortal kombat into the fucking everything Sonya is Bl like contextualized which is right pretty nifty right, even though it's kind of weird because like oh these two characters like each other so they're going to flirt and then kill each other in mortal kombat listen i'm not gonna lie if if i could guarantee that you'd be back I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't want to spar. If we lived in this world, where you could kung fu each other to death, and come and back be and, be, and be fine, I can't guarantee we wouldn't all be kung fuing. There'd be people who like everyone would kung fu each other. It's just a matter of whether you hate the nigga you're kung fuing or you'd like the person you're kung fuing. That's it. Every the only thing that would change is how you greet them. But the same. At the end of the day, you're still punching my heart out of my chest and ricketing my face off at the end of the match. Either way, that's yeah. it. I'm just nervous. I didn't see uh, anything with Jackie, so I'm like, are you just gonna not use all those characters that you made us like? Um, that's a good question. Um, that's a good question. Because I'm like, are we gonna lose the one black woman in fighting games? Well, what was the well? Since they're following the narrative, what's the story? Because I know this is an actual continuation from Mortal Kombat. It's supposed to be a continuation, but I don't see any of the other people. Right. So, so I... I'm like, okay, because if they go back in time, they mess with the timeline, then none of those people get bored. <laughs> basically because they're all people's kids except for like uh what's his name he's not somebody's kid but well everybody else is somebody's kid so if they mess the timeline and like either kill some of those people or make it so they don't have those kids then those characters are gone well we'll see um i hope they don't remove the children because that was a really good dynamic i yeah. like i like the children of the characters in the game i preferred that quite a bit so i'm actually here for it yeah. I hope that it they... it's kind of like time goes on and you get older and you, you grow. Right. <laughs> All the... it, it... Right. They're like... And also the, the goofy guy that you kind of hate and then you decide that you like because he annoyed you enough, like you're... that's not going to work out. <laughs> it's like, stop pretending like those are good relationships. They're not.
CuntCast podcast is rated not safe for work. Urban Dictionary describes it as internet content generally inappropriate for the typical workplace, i.e. would not be acceptable in the presence of your boss and colleagues. All of these definitions apply. As a result, we will provide you with 15 seconds of pleasant, non-offensive music for you to advance to the next program acquire headphones, or lock all available doors and windows for a proper sensual cunt cast experience. Please, be safe out there, and enjoy the program. sexual subjects you're listening to a broadcast of the cunt cast podcast a conversation with a classically characterized cunt carefully crafted with cognizant courage to champion conscientious consummation i'm your host najayla ree and i'm joined by mr aaron rand freeman and we will hopefully delight you this evening how are you doing aaron i'm okay i am doing all right I'm doing okay. That's, uh, there's not much more to it than that. Um, the only the highlight of the day, I was having a shitty day, and then I saw Mortal Kombat 11, which we have spoken about in the beginning. And, it was good. Uh, it was very it was good. good. It was good, and uh, they got my money again. They got yep. more of my money. So that's, yep. that's how I am. I'm not going to dwell on it. I, I also feel like uh, I realized that I'm horny again, which is uh, a revelation. Yes. Yeah, because I was like, yo... I think like kind of want to a dude see how he's like blowing that guy's face off i think he should blow my back out you have to be really horny for your brain to go there <laughs> so i'm like i think i'm back all right welcome back okay all right so now that we are aroused at the idea of sex have we found anyone to have sex with um <laughs> now the um now is that now is, that, now is there num is it a no um or is it the only candidates are terrible individuals um uh, i'm gonna plead the fifth i don't know i don't know if i if, if uh any of the roster might be listening to this oh okay <laughs> yeah i made the mistake of uh, like telling everybody about this podcast and like sometimes oh. people are more attentive than, <laughs> than here's the deal think. that's good i mean I, i've always enjoyed that being being spoken about on other people's podcasts in a secret way even if they even if they're not particularly big fans of me so it's fine i mean even if you're trash i mean you should be happy to get the shout out eh? i guess yeah. i've had to like go and um delete some shit off my twitch too <laughs> i think about it mm. uh you know oh yeah i'm a twitch person now i guess i think i'm a twitch affiliate yeah, I'm affiliate oh congratulations yeah All so right. I've been having some good uh, chats with people, building things in The Sims, because I got right. The Sims 4, because uh, I re- I've relapsed. It's pretty much what it feels like. It's kind of like, ah, uh, now I know 
how like crack feels this is better than meth uh, <laughs> <laughs> i assume uh but yeah uh i got the sims 4 as a gift uh for my birthday wasn't the greatest birthday uh filled with death and despair for huge but i got the sims and then like some other people got me some packages i got some of the things for myself mm-hmm. so i've been making so many sims just, all right just making happy black people that don't have to worry about police killing them that's good that yep. makes it a high fantasy game not unlike yes. lord of the rings <laughs> pretty much just negroes just going about their day folding laundry yeah it's right up there with cg dragons and ice zombie kings yep women could wear whatever they want and they don't get harassed definitely made up highly fictional not unlike the mushroom kingdom where the famed <laughs> italian plumber mario and his brother saved everyone by murdering the local turtle population cold blood yep yep <laughs> i do realize that like there's some like weird catharsis in in making sims and like just having them interact and just not deal with so so much that makes humanity unbearable so i could just have somebody dress as completely naked as i used to and then no longer want to do because like i just have such my tolerance i feel like my toxic masculinity tolerance (laughs) is just bottomed out it used to be super high like like when i was dancing in clubs it was super high i would just like just bounce off me like teflon uh now like i wore makeup and a skirt and all the the weird attention I got was pissing me off, and it like crapped my day until Mortal Kombat and like thick thighs <laughs> that made me feel things, all the things. Uh, so I, I just it's just nice to to retreat into a little world where you could build a house and you know an adult can own a home on a salary. Of one job huh. the ultimate fantasy that is that's also fake yes not yeah, only is it fake to, but uh, that's dlc content there's no reason why i would not expect to pay extra for the ability to do that in a video game either it's uh the opposite of larp i guess <laughs> <laughs> so you just get to uh role play the life that we all deserve <laughs> Just to live uh, free and happy without the constant threat of death. Though, weirdly enough, I found out people made mods for that. So I feel like it was like the Matrix where they they built us a utopia and, and our brains rejected it. They're like, what? All these fucking happy Sims? Gotta have uh, gun violence. Gotta put that in there. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we need to make a mod so your sim could get addicted to methamphetamines. Perfect. <laughs> that's why I like the game, because, like, there is there is no meth, and they just, you know, serenade their wives and hug their children, and nobody's dying from preventable diseases. <laughs> <laughs> because some Russian bot told you that, you know, the measles will be cured by essential oils. 
the um a Russian bot told me that Hillary Clinton filled all vaccinations with AIDS. So when you give your kid a vaccination, they have AIDS. Like full blown AIDS, not even HIV. Immediately. Just skip that, just AIDS. Right. Yes. That's that's I mean that's right around the same that's right around the same rabbit hole where I saw the um child trafficking ring that the Clintons have been running, which has allowed Bill Clinton to become president and his um wife to almost win the presidency on the backs of their very lucrative child trafficking ring that they also have. That that's run out of a pizza shop, I Right. I understand. Yes. That's why right. it's a blessing that Donald Trump is the president now. We can't have the country be run by a child uh, sex trafficker person. That like didn't he like literally do that with his pageants? Yes. Oh, okay. I I just making sure. The, the the thing the thing about Donald Trump you need to understand is that he hasn't really done anything. Everything else, everyone else has done what they what what you said, what you've heard. But Donald Trump has not done any of it. That's the key. He's innocent. It's a witch hunt. Sad. Hmm? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, politics <laughs> makes me so sad for the world I have to live in. <sighs> we should do the kink of the week before I forget. What is the kink yeah, of the I week? Remember. <clears throat> Let me open the Encyclopedia of Unusual Sex Practices, which I need to get an updated version of. The kink of the week is can-dualism. Can-dualism refers to a group of three people where only two of them engage in sex and the other watches, sometimes from a closet. Oh, from a closet? Oh, I was about to say, that's mm-hmm. all me. Except the closet. I don't want to sit in the closet. I mean, if the closet maybe had like a bed in it or something, like someplace I could, I guess, a comfortable sit, I can sit, I guess. But I'm, I'm for that. I'm 100%. I'm 100% for this. Nothing beats watching people have sex. Even if it's not even arousing, it's just fun to watch. Like even if, even when I'm not attracted to the people, it's just fun to watch them like just on a, like a, like an anthropological level. Like it's just fun to watch people have sex. Um, I get, I, if that's your deal, sure. Right. Oh no, like I said, I'm not, I don't think I have the, I don't have the rooted disgust at humans that you have. I don't have it. And frankly, I don't blame you. Like, I don't think I, as a dude, I'm able to be like, oh yeah, people are fine on some level, even at my core. I'm like, people are right, I guess, you know, but you know, I'm not, it's a, it's a, it's a privileged fetish. I'll say that much. It's a privileged fetish because I'm you've seen a lot more body parts that you would have, you did not ask to see per square inch <laughs> so no. yeah so i totally can see that so yeah i, I, I yeah uh, i guess i just always feel like like unless i'm having sex usually like i'm just completely disinterested right <laughs> so like if, if if i'm not arranging for it to happen so like if if we're arranging it i don't even need like people to try to get sexy it's just like let's uh, let's establish consent and our boundaries and then we could go to pound town on the fuck truck, but I don't need to like go around in circles talking about how much I want to do it because I, I don't want to fake enthusiasm. Right. <laughs> so I, I will yeah. say my interest in it is not always enthusiastic. I will always, like I said, I will sit there and watch. I will sit there and watch two people have sex while scrolling through my phone. So it's not necessarily me 
all the yeah. time. Like I'm not always into it. Like, I always feel like if I'm going to be scrolling through my phone or trying to multitask, like I obviously can just not be there. Like I'm not contributing <laughs> to this whole deal. So let me, you know, let me just do something else. Like they're having fun. I, I can just leave them to it. Right. I totally understand it. I don't know. There's something. There's something about it. It's not. It's not always directly arousing, but it is always a good time. It's kind of like um, some people sleep with Netflix on. Can sleep with Netflix on. Uh, some people cannot. I cannot always sleep with Netflix. But it's like I consider it like so. At, at the at the peak of it, I'm very aroused and interested. But even at the south end of it, I just don't mind having some fucking on in the background. Not porn, but like two people fucking in the room will put me to sleep. It's very relaxing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would make me feel relaxed. <laughs> right. Mostly, I, maybe I'm just remembering my my dorm experience, and I was like, I am not relaxed. I'm not relaxed at all because I'm thinking about like what. Uh, mostly, I was thinking about like fluids and stuff that I have to sit on, and my contact with said fluids, and those aren't no, thought... Uh, thought trails that make me happy. Yeah, so yeah. I just like I'm just not good at orgies. Like I feel like. Uh, if I'm not being directly engaged, I don't want to be around. Like, I, I don't even want to, like, because, like, every orgy or, like, swing party or, like, group thing that I've ever been to, I'm always, like, the person that's, like, oh, so are there snacks? Can I read my book? Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm just, like, why am I here? I don't, I don't want to do this. Like, this is not my, like, everybody else is having fun. I could just not. Uh, so I, I get it that, you know, it is arousing because you're watching people have sex and if you're attracted to people or you're just attracted to uh, I guess the the risque nature of watching somebody uh, you know go ahead obviously I get people like watching I'm a cab model <laughs> you know people and I like to be watched but I, I feel like if I it feels like either like backseat fucking or being like the third wheel but not like a good one like on a tricycle where it helps like it's like being the seventh wheel well some like a bad wheel to be well some people just like you watching they just like you in the room too it helps them just to even know that you're in the room even if you're not necessarily into it not 100 percent like engaged all the way it's just as fun for them but it's the same reason you like being and you some people like being watched and it's funny that I think there are a lot of fetishes that don't go both ways and because people yeah. don't accept like I don't think there's anything wrong with you being watched but you not wanting to watch yeah. well the thing is like I don't like I don't think I'd let people watch me for free like I being I like being watched and being like oh, paid no. and right. worshipped <laughs> like that is great if it was just somebody watching me and like mm -mm, well, what if like? they well they had good money even if they were scrolling their phone they were like cool but here's some good money for you this is still good quality premium content even if, like I said, I'm not going to necessarily be masturbating feverishly during it. I just want to be around it. But here's money anyway. Like I'm going to pay for the service, but it's just like, you know. It's like if someone ordered a hamburger and let it sit for half an hour and still ate it and still paid you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, <laughs> it's not exactly what you think, but it's still good to them and they still have good money for you. Yeah. I, just, I guess because, like, like, I've had relationships where it was like a thruple and it didn't really work out because, like, sex was... The logistics of sex got weird, or at least not weird, but like uncomfortable, uh, because it's like we want to do everything like the three of us. Well, that's not. So that's not I was reasonable. like, well, 
if you guys are my boyfriend, like I got, I got to fuck my boyfriend. Right. So we gotta do that. Uh, and they didn't like the idea of like taking turns. Cause they were like, who's going go first or whatever. Uh, and then they're like, we're just doing it at the same time. That did not work out. I Two, think uh, just awkward dudes who have never been naked right. or been like erect around another dude. Just it just did not work out. And I was like, okay, well, maybe one will watch. And that and it, that was just like, because maybe because that particular two guys were just not good at it. Yeah, they were like they were like critiquing the others and i was like this that's yeah. not constructive no it's not yeah you see that the, the thing about it and i say this all the time it's about, i say this about open relationships and threesomes is that you can say yes but you still have to get some there's a certain percentage of enjoyment you have to get otherwise it just seems weird and feels weird so there's a there, you have two guys in the room but they're not working as a team in any way so it's like you know why why don't why doesn't one of you just go get a pizza and then after the pizza comes, one of you goes and cleans your apartment and then I'll fuck you. And then when you come back with the pizza, I'll fuck you after we're done eating and you clean and you come back and you just keep coming back. And don't even ignite, like don't even be in the same room at the same time. Just keep rotating. You know what I mean? Because that, if you I think that would have worked. Right. As I think that that's that's that that's more that's less that's less any that's less, that's on them. That's just that's poor. That's poor technique, honestly. Like you can't sitting there because they're both of them they're both essentially both of them wanted you to themselves at the same time and they didn't they didn't own it yeah and it was just <laughs> it was a i i really wanted it to work out but i just it was it, i think mostly because i i didn't really have the patience for like dealing with you know insecurities and that because i was young i was really young so right. maybe now that i'm older and i'm not gonna be so shitty <laughs> it could work out but just well the guys also need to be i i think i it was, a lot of that sounded like it was the guys were being really really strange about a yes. lot of things like they were like this is the thing it's like you can't have you cannot have a threesome with another guy and think guys are gross, even if you are straight. And and like for me, I kind of thought like maybe they were gonna like do some stuff with each other because I was like, okay, if you guys want to like do like because they kind of brought it up and it was like their suggestion. So I was like, I'm gonna get maybe a little show, maybe like that. I wasn't so like opposed to. But they were just like, oh, no, ew, gross. So, right. like, oh, okay. Right. And the thing about it is, again, you can, I'm not even saying if you're not into guys to all of a sudden suddenly act like it, but there are better responses than ew, ew, gross than when someone suggests that maybe you and the other guy do something for their enjoyment. There are better responses. It wasn't even going to be for my enjoyment. I was like, are you guys into this? Oh, and they were like, ew, ew, gross. Yeah, so then That's... that made me feel some type of way for even suggesting it. Right. So I was like, oh, okay. So I guess I gotta be the glue that holds this together. No, if it's a, yeah, it like I said, sex is uneven. So if you're having a threesome, the best way to approach it is understanding that one or both of you are not going to get everything that you want. You know what I mean? Like you're you're one person is going to be fucked more than the other person. And you need to be okay with that. 
<laughs> little talk yeah. it's just the two guys it's just it's one of you is go one of you is going to um have to lend more of a hand than the other and you need to make peace with that but it's hard men are trash this is one of the reasons why we can't we we, we talk all this shit and when we get put in the situation we act like children and fuck it all up and it was also uh i kind of feel like uh this whole fetish of like watching it has to come from like the naughtiness of watching and i no, I don't give that. Like, I don't really act as if sex is a big taboo. Right. So I will, like, tell you that I feel, like, inconvenienced. <laughs> but I'm not going to be like, ooh, this is naughty. Like, mm. I just... No. Yeah, I don't... I actually... I, the reason why I like watching people have sex is because I actually just like watching human bodies have sex. Like I enjoy looking at the shadows and feelings, lots of energy and stuff like that. And looking at everything about two people having sex is interesting to me to watch, but it's not because it's taboo. I'm so old. I hate taboo. Like, can we be straight about it? Like, I don't, that, I'm too old. I'm so tired. There is, I don't want to do anything because of, there's not, literally nothing I like doing because I'm not supposed to be doing it. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like if that is your whole deal, like, <clears throat> You got to age out of that a little bit. Yeah, you should just grow up. Right. And I'm not saying like, uh, I'm just saying if like the, if sex is like, the fact is watching people have sex at this age is like taboo and a turn on because it's taboo. It's just, it's just people have sex, lots of them all the time. Everybody. Yeah. Like people, like constantly, like there's so many people on earth. Right. And like most of us bang. Right. So yeah, just got to, but. I do enjoy the actual looking at human bodies have sex. It's very interesting. Always been interesting to me ever since I was a kid, and I've never got I've never gotten to the point where sex has become boring, and like visually yeah. boring to me. Even if it's not arousing, I will always I will always sit down and watch it. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess I never really felt like, ooh, people. It was always, yep, that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I even realized that like. Like, I feel like I turn it on sometimes. So when it's, like, off, it is it is off. <laughs> like, uh, for my my birthday, my old, like, splendid daddy uh, was going to give me a ride home. And he, he, like, put his hand on my boob. And I just had no reaction. I was like, that is a thing that you're doing. I don't know what you expect from me. What do you want? Like, <laughs> I just gave him the look like, and? <laughs> and I just realized, like, yeah, that I can see why somebody would not be into that. <laughs> I'm not reciprocating, uh, I guess, what's supposed to happen. And that, you know, might be unsettling for some people and make that whole deal just not work. So I understand that while I kind of reject it, there are people who thrive on the idea of doing something that is taboo. Yes, I think they should have grown out of that, but we all grow at our own pace. <laughs> so, you know, we just uh, got to wait for them to tear the program. So, and some people never will. Like, that's something that I'm slowly coming to terms with <laughs> that 
some like some people yeah that that's it like that is that is where their evolution is going to stop <laughs> which is weird i mean not weird it's um you know it's interesting because you know they because sex can remain interesting without it being taboo and i think that some uh some folks try to keep it taboo but sex isn't not sex is not without interest so it's just interesting you can ha- you can enjoy sex without it being taboo and you can yeah i don't know to me that that that's a personal thing it's totally totally subjective so i'll own that yeah uh i guess i always just felt uh like i don't think you have to be specifically super evolved to not um fetishize taboo I just feel like that it is just healthier at the end of the day. Like uh, it just seems uh, if if we want to, as a society, be more not even sex positive, but just see sex as like a thing that happens, and it could be coded either or, but come into it with like an open mind and just going oh yes sex is sex we the whole insistent on taboo and punishment and those type of dichotomies it it can't it can't be the 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 basis of how we understand each other sexually (laughs) like you're not going to be able to grow with somebody if uh your whole basis is ooh, this is this they're gonna find this naughtier or they're gonna find this offensive then you're not you're not gonna be it's not sustainable yes that's how i feel i feel like it's not a sustainable model of of interaction um that's true uh intimacy lasts longer than taboo and it just is that way just fair warning like if you if if you if too many of your ships are fueled by taboo then you might have some trouble so that's all in the future it's just like a it it's a lesson from the concast to the to everyone else that's all just watch out for that taboo is, taboo is kind of fool's gold so yeah and the whole uh, idea like oh i'm being naughty ah like that I feel like that is a fleeting feeling. So, yeah. So this is a fetish that, like, I get, but I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't know how long it can it can last in a healthy way. Like, you know, and I know every not everybody is looking for that, and that's fine for them. Uh, I just think if you are somebody who is trying to better themselves, that's something to think about. You know, it's funny as I think we have the opposite reactions about the human body. I think people are um, a drain, but I don't think they're disgusting. So I can always watch them have sex, but I don't think well, they're actual physical I bodies. I think people and... are disgusting. I just feel like, like, I feel like I like to look at attractive people. Everybody likes to do that. I guess I just uh, <laughs> don't need to. I don't need to be doing anything. Like, just I'm happy. Like, oh look, they're existing in the world and they're happy, or they're you know just 
doing fine. Like, that's good. <laughs> I need to be bothered. <laughs> yeah, human body is six out of ten. <laughs> six out of ten, you know. I, I don't know, you know, I could, I could take it or leave it. And I was never like, you know, everybody's like, oh, I want to see what people look like naked. Like, I never had any curiosity about the naked human form. I actually always just was like, not like disgusted, but kind of like, just whatever yeah, about. You know, five out of 10, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, about right, you know, they're here, you know. I don't hate them. You know, they're here. <laughs> Is that what I sound like? I'm here. Like I'm not disgusted by the human you know, form. They can just stay. Stuff. They could stay. You know, over there, and I can be over here, and we don't need to close the distance. You know, it's fine. You know, <laughs> <laughs> not for nothing. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. That's fine. You know, it's my. It's there's nothing wrong with a mild to intermediate disgust. It's perfectly fine. I, mean, I always humans give you plenty of reasons to be disgusted by them. Plenty of reasons. Plenty. <laughs> so it's not uncommon. It's not unusual. I hmm. <laughs> I always like hear myself and I'm like hearing myself for the first time I'm like oh yeah that's not a good thing that you're saying <laughs> you feel like that hey listen it's fine there's nothing wrong with it it's just very funny because I hear sometimes you you sound like you're um trying to sort of soften it but I was like why bother people are gross four out of ten four out of ten <laughs> people below skin human body below average if it wasn't for this pesky it's not name. like there's another body i'd rather see i'm just not like super into any like i don't right. i guess i don't need the visual stimuli it's not that i don't appreciate it because i mean like the <laughs> the thick boy from mortal Kombat. i was like oh yeah that's great he's also you know a robot who i don't think has junk so. uh, he, he definitely has first of all he's a god i think he's earth uh. god or something like that um and he definitely he definitely has junk, I imagine, and it's stupendous. Probably. It's probably stupendous junk, but go on. Yeah. But I also think about, like, all my first crushes were, like, robots. <laughs> like, data from Star Trek. Right. And I'm like, oh, that probably says a lot about what I want out of intimacy. <laughs> or my lack thereof. Mm, yeah. A little bit. A little, well, you know, a little bit. A little telling, not just a little bit, <laughs> a, a wee bit. It's on my list to work on. <laughs> just like, okay, note to self, learn how to person. That doesn't, you do fine. There's a, like I said, there's no shame in the, there is no shame in finding the human body a little gross. Yeah. I, <laughs> I find it unusually interesting. I'm unusual. There are more people on the humans are disgusting train than there are and the humans are generally interesting to look at bus it's a bus that's why it's a bus it's like john madden's bus is just a small yeah, I, I feel like there are more people who are like oh the human form is beautiful in all its ways oh, but <laughs> and they don't, i'm just like but they don't act like it <laughs> you see what i mean like there are a few people who just like will look at any human there are lots of people who like looking at their their preferred human whether it'd be like a, a thin white woman or a thick black woman or anything in between but when the body isn't their like sexual preference, 
they're like, oh, fuck this. Four out of ten. There are very few people who will just look at people. Like, I'm when I say I like looking at people, it's like I can look at a human being. I'm not really worried about what they look like. I can give them a look. Whether they're arousing is a totally different story, but I can always look. Because they're always, human being at worst is a 7 out of 10 for me. I will sit there. I will watch. If you invite me, I will sit and watch. And when you're done, I'll leave. I'll take a water and uh, not. <laughs> so there aren't a lot of people like that. A lot of people like looking at what they like looking at, but they don't have a lot of tolerance for what they don't want to look at. And that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's a large train. It's like that train. It was like that train. What's the name of that movie where they were, um, they, Earth had been frozen over and they were just on this permanent train trying to get to anywhere? Snowfall? Snowpiercer. 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 Yes. Like that train in Snowpiercer that holds a huge chunk of the population on it. Right. I'm usually just, you know, just trying to get to sex without hating the person. Right. And that's perfectly fine. And I know that in and of itself sounds like a terrible thing to say, but it's my truth and I'm going to own it. I'm not going to lie. I think that's the, that is the, that is the problem that is the problem with um people in 2019 i'm trying to get to sex without hating the person who i'd like to have sex with yeah that's it uh yeah that's i mean it's not it's it's the common refrain it's like i'd like to have sex tonight but then this person has this person thinks that hillary clinton is responsible for the teenage mutant ninja turtles with her legalized dumping back when bill clinton was president and so on and now you're like you can't fuck this person and if they had just not said this thing, then I could have. You know, there have been times where, like, people just talk themselves out of it. Like, I was, I primed myself mentally, and I was, like, good. I was there. And then they just say something stupid. The, the one that, like, hurt the most is this doctor. He lived in this multi-million dollar penthouse. Just cock of a god. <laughs> and was pretty good in the sack and then he uh said something about like how asian women that dye their hair are white cock worshiping whores and they look like that's like wow Woo! Okay. Woo! and i was just like because they they die, they don't have black hair that you just instantly devalue any asian woman that you see that doesn't have like pitch black dark hair like yeah just Go get fucked. Get fucked right off a bridge. I don't care. Uh, and that was I, was, I was done. I just couldn't do it. And that's and why I'm I like, say your disgust with humans is perfectly fine. I don't hear, I don't hear as much of that shit because I'm a dude. So it's like my love of the human body is almost privilege, is an act of privilege. And you go, well, I, like, you walk I around. Women say some vile things too, especially to men. Uh, <laughs> uh, like they're, uh, on Twitter last night and this morning, there was a whole bunch of stuff going on about like women basically saying like men aren't supposed to say no to sex. It's like, no, everybody gets to say no. <laughs> like consent is a thing. Uh, so like, you know, toxic masculinity, it, I'm pretty sure women have said some awful things that you're just like, I'm done with you. <laughs> I mean, if I heard it, yes, but I just don't hear it as much. It's like that's the benefit that's the, that's the benefit of privilege you hear less shit because you're scrutinized less half of the reason why like why would that doctor have an opinion about the color of asian girls hair like think about that like that's the thing men we 
I will say this. Men have hardcore opinions on dumb shit. Why do you have an opinion on the sexual proclivities of an Asian girl with pink hair? Like, how? What? You know what I mean, is it? I'm, I'm, and it wasn't even pink. Like he colored. thought that like anybody who had like highlights. Right, that's what I mean. Like what? What highlights? Yeah, he didn't like like you know you put like sun in or something, so right. your hair gets like a little brown or auburn. Like that is what he didn't like. Right. And I was like, that that is unreasonable. And I'm not. And- <laughs> And I'm not saying that women don't have problematic hot takes. I'm saying is that a lot of masculinity is essentially generating problematic hot takes and then repeating them and then crying that you were attacked when you get challenged on them. It, it's just not as much of a part of the non, non-cishet dude experience. It just isn't. Well, that, I think that's just uh, people in privilege because there is a, a perfect example of that is... Uh, I don't know if you've seen the video for Twerk by City Girls and Cardi B. Right. What about it? It is uh, nice. Uh, I feel uh, a little on the nose, but I also feel <laughs> like they delivered on the promise. <laughs> There's going to be twerking, and they delivered. I, I like how there were no dudes. They're, they're, yes. I, I have a question about that video. If that, if the whole production had no dudes in it, I don't even know if that video is for me. Like, there's a lot of asses. There's a lot of ass in the video. But that is not, if that's the case, and that video is not for me. <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, the main, the first director, uh, like the main director is a man, but the assistant director uh, was a woman. And I know, like, costume designer was like queer people. So, I yeah I, I think like the there was probably more queer people or like women than cis het dudes right who had, and I think that's probably why the video is so good and enjoyable right and it feels like if you know what it's not because I watched it once Dasha Mitchell uh sent it to me so I watched it once and I was like I don't think this is I mean ass is fantastic I am an ass enthusiast and connoisseur with several degrees but that'd be only for me <laughs> uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've watched it. Though first time I tried to watch it, I was like in Starbucks in, in Port Authority. I'm like, okay, so this is I've gotta wait till I'm home to watch this. This is not something I can watch on the bus. Uh but other than that, thoroughly enjoyed. Um but th- there was a particular young lady on Twitter who was complaining that where were the white women? in that twerk video oh no but didn't they explain in the beginning that all the all the asses in that video were crowdsourced through contests and twerk tournaments online organized uh, online instagram twerk tournaments judged by uh yeah um right but she's just like you know there still should have been like white women no it was it was a twerk it was a twerk tournament and unfortunately twerking is a actual meritocracy (laughs) a twerk tournament (laughs) is an actual meritocracy so where's her? I'm gonna say her name. I I hope n- don't like go harass her or anything, because I've already done it. Um, Lexi Pantera is her name, and she kind of uh, had a claim to fame. She does these twerk classes uh, for white people, and makes terrible music, um, and then twerks terribly to her terrible music, and mostly there's no not many black people in her 
music videos and take her classes because she's not that good at twerking. Uh, she could probably be, maybe she's great at jazz and tap and modern, but twerking is not her forte. Uh, she's just awkward and jerky and right. like, it's just the opposite of what a twerk is supposed to be. Right. Like she doesn't have the fundamentals of what is supposed to be happening down. Right. And she's like, well, I am so talented and blah, blah, blah. And I just felt like her reaction to people rightfully saying like, no, this is not racism. The fact that you feel that you automatically deserve a seat to the table, despite the fact that you don't have the talent is more racist. You're just being super white supremacist. Your, Your assumption that they just must have skipped the white women instead of saying, no, we have this contest. And like it, it, you had to prove your metal or your, the, you know, but flex coordination talent uh, before we put you in our video. Like, no, that's like, she's literally still on Twitter trying to defend thing no i i was a victim of racism no, yeah, because she just asked a question y'all well you know it's always good you know it's one of the major things you learn about white folks is that they don't know what they don't know what they look like in relation to other people so i'm certain she thinks her twerking is fine in the grand scheme of a twerking contest um i don't think that she understands how she looks ranks against the world's best and that happens. That's a very white thing. And then, you know, it is what it is. Um, mighty white of her. It to... was mighty white of her. And I just feel like, like, you're not going to out-twerk Miami strippers. Like, that's just not going to happen. Right. <laughs> if you, That's like thinking that because you took Viola in the eighth grade that you could just, like, you're just going to go to like the symphony hall and just rock it. Like, nah. Also, and this, to this point, if Cardi B is judging the twerking, right? She's the judge. She's a professional. She was a professional stripper for several years. So it's like, it's like, there's an actual authority figure. It's not like the crowd pick. It's like, no, there's an actual twerking authority figure who's talented and a professional judging twerking. I mean, you should go to car go to Cardi B and ask her to I guess the first thing you should do is like, well what how do I fix this? As opposed to complaining about racism, like literally ask Cardi B. Tweet at her. Be like, hey, can I get some can I get some professional advice? What did I do wrong here? You're a pro. What did I do wrong? Help me out. As opposed yeah. to crying about racism. Like real talk. I mean, like I saw that video and I like had my ass paid for my food so I wouldn't starve for a couple of years and even i'm like i wouldn't even entered because i know my place (laughs) and i'm not gonna go and embarrass myself (laughs) like she has moved like that uh like twerking ass that uh pipe dreams put out (laughs) yeah yeah like she's doing that weird like miley cyrus uh like It's ass a, electric it's electrode an, a vibrating it, it's a vibrating ass not a twerking ass yes yeah yes 
and a lot of like moving like your whole hip instead like she has she has like not a lot of uh isolation skills right and frankly you know there's no shame in it um the problem is is when you take your uh, take your amateur background and feel like you're entitled to something it's like if you're very good at basketball at the weekend league don't go crying about why you're not making NBA teams. You have to ask, what am I doing wrong? Not whine that no one's giving you enough credit. Like, what am I doing wrong? And I also feel it's like you have gotten away with for years teaching a class in twerking when you clearly need one yourself. And you now want to complain when people point that out. Yeah, She, she literally posted like a, a article that Bossett wrote about her, I guess a couple of years ago. And then one about they're writing about her, you know, putting her foot in her mouth. Uh, now she's like, Oh, funny how times has changed. And it's like, uh, I believe that a uh, people are going to react based on what your thoughts, actions, and words say about your character. And, uh, B, you had time to prove yourself and now people are are acting accordingly and if you don't like it well you know you're you're getting mad at the mirror and and not what is being reflected so if you're if you're listening to this lexi pantera you are a garbage person and people are angry at you because you're you're being a trash human being it is, it's, it's nothing to do with with racism that, that that is not racism you're people reacting to the uh just foolish things you're saying and how you're doubling down that's not racism that you're you're facing the repercussions of your words and right. actions right. i just wish more people especially uh people that are privileged and have uh, followings i wish more people could understand that and like let that be well with their soul like if you're gonna say something you better deal with the fallback of what happens when you say something right as uh, i've i've been ugh, i have not been as active on twitter just because like since kamala harris has announced her you know presidential run like i've just had no patience with people <laughs> and i know i've said some stuff that people get like antsy about but i'm like look that is exactly how i feel right. and i am not gonna say i'm sorry or soften it because that makes you uncomfortable right and i realize that a lot of people don't like hearing that right as you have sean king who is <sighs> yeah his whole situation i, I don't even, you know i don't think i have the energy to get through Right. I mean, that's fine. We can leave it. That can be our that can be our official take on Sean King is oh boy. God damn. <laughs> that's fine. That can be your hot that can be your hot take. <laughs> There's no shame in that. Yeah. I mean I'm I feel like I'm already fighting the battle of uh telling people that uh, I would rather shit in my hand and clap than stump for support or vote for Kamala Harris. Ooh. You're right. <laughs> like you cannot look me in the face and tell me that she is a progressive when she has the blood of so many marginalized people on her hands because she is uh, just in the pocket of the prison industrial complex. Whew. Like, 
sorry, not sorry. Actually, absolutely not sorry. Pretty proud. <laughs> you right. And uh, like, there are people like I genuinely really like that have told me to my face, basically, uh, well, you know, no, nobody's like, we can't expect political purity. And I'm like, that's nah, not, not bitch, she ruined purity. my life. Like, I don't like, like she ruined so many people's lives. She's done things for publicity that has resulted in the death of people and the harassment of people. Hmm. Trans women being denied care. Like that is not political purity. That is somebody that is me saying this person puts my life at risk and you're telling me, oh well can you just like quietly die over there? You mm. just gotta wait for the primaries. Mm. Like I'm, I, if I tell you to fuck yourself after that, I am not gonna apologize because that is 100% how I feel. You're right. So, I guess warning: <laughs> if you calling yourself an ally or a friend to people in, uh, you know, that work that are sex workers or activists or anybody who liked freedom on the internet or trans women or it's just like don't come at us with this Kamala Harris apology. Like, no. Mm -hmm. There's really no way you can approach us in a way that we will not find just utterly callous. Hmm. You're right. She coasted to uh, this huge platform on like her chariot that was greased with the blood of marginalized people. Mm. <laughs> that is not the progressive for me. And she shouldn't be the progressive for you either. <laughs> but you know, we'll have to wait until the primaries. <laughs> Political purity, Bernie. <laughs> I really think I might just have to mute her name. I mean, <laughs> on I, mean media. I mean, you might have to because uh, she's probably going to pick up a lot of momentum um, real quick. And uh, yeah, you might um, be faced with a nightmare scenario for you. Um, probably, like I said, because of her inability to vote, like um, uh, uh, balanced folks in 2016. Now you might have a nightmare scenario for 2020 for you in particular. Yeah, where we if all... it's like Booker Harris 2020, I'm just gonna right. walk into a lake. Right, because then they're probably gonna win because we really kind of can't do Trump again. So the lesser of two evils still pretty evil. So yeah, you'd be in a very difficult scenario, and uh, yeah. Well, uh, unless I get disappeared. For all the muck I racked about Cory Booker and my uh, short time in journalism and the career he ruined for me. So, that's a thing. Well, now this is a whole other show. Yeah, uh, it I is. Would... I don't even know if I, uh, I think I'm going to do that because right. I value being not beaten up. Right. So, yeah. And let's uh, allegedly, <laughs> I want to get sued. Well, there you go. All right, so then if that's a whole other show. 
that then what is what I, remains of this show the podcast oh we have like 10 minutes <laughs> uh bleh. well hmm. so <laughs> now given that this is your show if you've if you've taken yourself off the rails that's perfectly fine just to be clear like we are within all rights to be like you know what i got myself all fucked up i'm out of here <laughs> well i i and my vanilla job came across an article that made me kind of giggle so uh definitely i can tell me what my vanilla job is but uh i'm gathering some information on autonomous vehicles mm -hmm. and there was this like shock article that i came across mm -hmm. driverless cars will lead to more sex on the road <laughs> and it's like yeah because nobody has to drive and people will want to pass the time right like that's perfect um yeah i'd I... much rather people um fucking in their auto driving cars than trying to um do anything sexual in their manually drive manually driven cars and it's like that's a thing people do right now all the time if you especially if you're driving at night if you're driving at night at least every 30th vehicle has somebody doing something in it they don't need to be doing so yeah um yeah, yeah. let the let the automatic driving cars um chaperone our automobiles automobile based sex acts please thank you yeah, and actually, uh, there was a paper published in November in the Annals of Tourism Research mm -hmm. um, about uh, autonomous vehicles being a new venue for sex tourism. Oh. Well, I mean... Uh... So they're basically saying that if, uh, like, they are predicting that in 2040 when, you know, that's when they predict we're actually going to have autonomous vehicles on the road and in use is going to be kind of an every, everyday part of life. They, they have fears that um, sex work uh, will, will be happening in autonomous vehicles. It's like, well, sex, will, sex work is going to happen wherever there are people right. and people will have sex wherever other people won't be bothering them. And like a commute's a commute. Like if it's in your private autonomous vehicle, right. I kinda don't see why right. that would be a problem. Especially because a lot of uh, th this paper, which was lengthy, lengthier than any paper on this subject needs to be, is really just like, <laughs> yo, people fucking cars. If the cars don't have to drive, like if you don't have to drive a car, you're gonna fuck while the, the car drives itself. Like that seems pretty open and shut. <laughs> but uh, they basically said that autonomous vehicles to become mainstream or reality, um, they should be designed for a range of activities uh, that include sleeping and dining. Uh, and I'm like, but if you know people are going to bang in them, why don't you just design the vehicle that would make that not a problem? Right. Like, I feel like we're, like we're just like, well, if, instead of how about instead of fucking in your car? How about you prepare a nice warm meal for someone you care about? How about that? <laughs> um, and I was, how dare you? And then they're like, oh well. Um, so basically, they're they're thinking that autonomous vehicles will disrupt the hotel industry. So with hotels disrupted, 
and then not making as much profit in the future, then people will be forced to, you know, ha not have sex in hotels. So they will then need to have sex in their cars. I kind of feel like, uh, I don't think you get why people have sex in cars. <laughs> Because right. you're in a cool space with other human beings that you want to have sex with, so you do that. Right. Also, I'm not going to lie, that does open the door for um, Lyft drivers to also be sex workers in their same home base, which is... Um, uh, that find... is already the case. <laughs> oh, perfect. Even better. Even better. I'm, I, I fully support this. Being able to maximize your automobile as best you can is the like cars are one of the is an expense that is um that it, it make that might pay for itself if you do it right so yeah or at least it, you'll lose uh it, it'll pay for itself over time so yeah i'm here for yeah. it just, just be safe people be yeah. Safe. yeah people are people are, it's always a weird thing is like people are gonna have sex in this thing or because of this thing it's like yes people fuck your wild crusade against hum about biology against biology is fascinating they're gonna have yeah. sex in here. So yes, they are. They're also gonna have sex over there and on that, around here, in there. Yeah, and it's like we're like people are constantly coming on everything all the time. Right. It's and like, we have since we're in caves. Like, why are we shocked? Right. Uh the best line, I think, though, from this whole um way too long to exist study was, however, by the 2040s, when the majority of, of Americans spend uh, the more the majority of time Americans spend on the road will be in driverless vehicles. People might simply be too engrossed in virtual reality sex to care about what's in the car. I hate someone. I so hate now some they're just like, we're going to be too lazy to bang. We're just going to be on our, so, our so, virtual sex bot so some, or whatever. So someone got funding for a study that says essentially, oh my God, people are going to fuck in these automatic cars. Oh my God. Again, paid money to figure that out. Okay. And then his conclusion after being funded for the study is Wally. Like, all right. So now people are <laughs> going to be too overweight and distracted to be able to fuck because they're going to be just, they're going to be gelatinous and out of shape. So they won't be able to fuck. So in a 2040, it won't even be an issue because of, because I saw in a movie that everyone was too busy being distracted and they got real big and then they all in wheelchairs and nobody did anything and yeah again a funded study to tell us that people like are gonna fucking universities. people are gonna fucking cars and they might wind up like the humans in wally he paid his rent well i mean it went to the university one of them was the university of surrey in uh uh england or whatever don't care uh, yeah don't care i, I don't care and that, the uh university of south carolina don't care they both of both of those studies stole money everyone involved yeah. in that study stole money <laughs> to tell us that people are gonna fuck in automatic drive in auto and uh driverless cars and in a few years we all might wind up like wally you all might wind up like yeah yeah no. i just like as a, a woman who in her most sexual desperate and dark times uh fucked <laughs> uh, in a very small like was, rice racket car like it wasn't like a dodge neon or something like that geo yeah. metro a geo metro <laughs> though i have fucked with dodge neon too listen those cars are affordable <laughs> those cars are reasonable. I have fucked many and affordable <laughs> right there's nothing wrong with that so, uh, if like 
like people will totally have sex in your like future Tesla no driving dinner theater boat or whatever the hell that they are talking about by 2040 and uh like as as much as people liked the idea of virtual reality sex like uh, you, you still are gonna have sex in that car right even though i do like to think i like to think of uh, sandra bullock and sylvester stallone having virtual reality sex in demolition man <laughs> <laughs> When they just had they were flashing the lights and making sex sounds around them and they both got flustered <laughs> oh demolition man yes demolition man yes a vision for the future and how the hell do you use the three seashells i'll never forget that retrospect the villain was a dark-skinned black man in overalls with blonde dyed hair running amok Right. Yep. Nailed it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> that's your. I, I feel like you said before this is not my show, but I feel like that's where you leave the audience right there to dwell on exactly and dwell on Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone <laughs> having virtual reality air quotes sex and yeah. Wesley and Taco Snipe. Bell is the only restaurant I actually had Taco Bell today which makes it ironic because I was thinking about that at the Taco Bell <laughs> really? so I feel like we're on the same wavelength right <laughs> but anyway this this show has gone off the rails so thank you for listening and please uh you know like rate subscribe and tell all the people that you like about the show so uh we could you know grow do things um i could start fucking in mid-sized sedans maybe <laughs> no pressure uh, <laughs> so thank you for listening and i'll see you next tuesday Enjoy what you heard? Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash unfridays and follow the network at twitter.com slash unfridays. You know what makes racists really mad? Black people having a good time. And we really have a good time making these podcasts. So, if you donate then it's technically the same thing as funding the unhappiness of racists everywhere. Awesome, right? You know what to do.